0: Nice yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, okay, love believes
1: all things, love hopes all
0: things. Oh, yeah, ah, I
1: Daddy gang, I am so excited for today's guest. Are you ready? Sierra is here. She is a Grammy award winning triple platinum musician. She's also an entrepreneur, cover model, fashion icon, wife, mother. I mean, goddamn, Is there anything that she doesn't do? I cannot wait to sit down with her and get to know her today. I remember being so obsessed with her music when I was younger, fully had a dance routine to one, two step. I still remember the choreography to this day. Maybe I will have to show her my dance moves. She like fully leaves and walks out. She's like, you're so bad. Um, No, but in all honesty, you guys, if you think about it, in her two decade long career, Sierra has seen ups and downs, but our girls always come out on top. And daddy gang, we're getting into it today. We are gonna to discuss toxic relationships, knowing your worth, leveling up in all aspects of life. This episode is going to be, I already know it, full of wisdom and advice and just things that are gonna make you feel good, okay? So come hang out with me and Sierra. Sierra! <laughs> this beat is, she's like, I'm not coming in now. Let's go! What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Sierra, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you for having me. I am so happy you're here. First of all, congrats on your pregnancy. <sighs> Thank Talk you. Talk to me, how far
0: along are you? Oh my gosh, I don't say how far along I am because I'm kind of funny on marking the time. Because okay. the most important wish is a healthy baby yeah. and desire. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you mark time, it kind of puts pressure on the time marker. Totally. But I am, I am the bump is bumping. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little, uh, I would say big and slow, but, you know, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling grateful. So this is baby number four. Number four. Did you always want a big family? I did, I'm an only child. So I think because of that, like I used to always beg my mom and dad for a brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Like, please, 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 can you have another baby? And they would be like, mm, it's not happening. <laughs> um, and then I kind of like being an only child as I got into my teens, I'm like, this actually works out. It's all about me, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh- <laughs>
1: relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Help, H E L P dot com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for, they have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria. And for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues, try Azo Dual Protection. Azo, care that goes there. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST. At azoproducts.com. That's A Z O Products.com. I am such a big fan, and this year marks the 20th anniversary of your debut album, Goodies. Yes, yes. It is crazy to think that because it's like you've just done so much in your career but to think back to those og days i'm wondering like what does it make you feel when you know that people 20 years later are still so obsessed so
0: in love with the original hits oh my goodness i feel grateful Mm -hmm. um it's actually this is the 19th year the 20th year is coming up coming up okay yeah so but knowing that i'm about to enter that year um i feel a heart full of gratitude Mm -hmm. um it makes me feel motivated you know um so funny because it also just reminds you why you just keep on going like why Mm -hmm. you don't stop why you don't stop Mm -hmm. believing Mm -hmm. and you stay committed to your vision because when i was young i was like i spoke so much into like (laughs) the things that i saw happening for myself and it's kind of crazy like i actually i had a goal sheet so my goal sheet i was um like 14 years old when i wrote it down before i got discovered i had three goals so the first goal was to get discovered okay and i wrote on how i was gonna get discovered so i'm gonna gonna, gonna, get talent shows and all this kind of stuff and then my second goal was once i got discovered to sell three to four million albums and i did five which was a blessing so check off one and check off two and three was longevity so it was broad Mm -hmm. but i was still like envisioning like long-term success so to know that having a vision as a young girl dreaming big and it actually happens dude it's kind of crazy that's kind of the story of my life like I speak a lot of life into Mm -hmm. like a lot that happens to me Um, and I envision it before it happens and it's crazy that we're sitting here almost 20 years in
1: It's also crazy to hear you at 14 putting that goal list together. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing (laughs) at 14? Like (laughs) picking my nose and like getting on Accutane. I was like, oh shit. Like damn, like were you always that ambitious and were your parents like, go Sierra? Or were they ever like, oh my God, slow down, like
0: chill. You don't need to be doing all this at this young of an age. Yeah, well, my dad was, my mom and my dad were supportive. And I always say, the one thing I can say I'm truly thankful for is that they allowed me to do what i wanted to do mm-hmm. like they didn't stop me my mom was more you know she had more reservations than my dad did about the music industry because mm-hmm. she watched all those vh1 like true story the, <laughs> i forget what they call the show what was the show called do you remember um yeah something like a true, a true hollywood story true, or, Yeah, something, yeah something, something like that we're, we're a little off, ends yes. good. It's not. yeah basically it's like all the bad stuff yes. so you watch those shows and you're like fuck yeah it's, it's a little scary like is that what my daughter's getting into my mom was thinking that way so i think right. she was a little like what's that music industry world about um and um but she still allowed me to do it mm-hmm. and she was super supportive my mom and my dad were my dad would travel late nights to the studio with me sleep on the sofa while i'm recording in the booth drive me back home get ready for school all i mean he was in it they both were supportive so um, you know, I'm glad they let me do that, mm-hmm. right? I'm glad they allowed me that opportunity, and I will never forget that for my babies. Yeah, like I gotta like let them pursue their dreams and what they're passionate about. So I took a, I've t- taken a, a note from that. A Couple
1: notes from your parents. Yeah, just I a, love few, that. Just a uh, few, just a couple. Yeah, yeah. You've done so much in your career. When you reflect on your career, and I know this is kind of hard to answer, but like, what is the most iconic moment
0: in your mind of your career? Oh my goodness, that's hard. I know. Um, You know, I I do, I will say, I think goodies was very special for me because Mm -hmm. it put me on the map. My first single was number one for eight weeks long. We were breaking records and all this cool stuff then, which was really amazing. Um, And it was kind of that moment of like, where my identity was established like right away, Mm -hmm. but it was clear on like who this girl was, like Sierra from Atlanta, Cece from Mm -hmm. Atlanta. But here to stay kind of energy, I feel. And I think even the imagery of things that we did, like the swimsuit with the jeans and I wear my Mm -hmm. tall boxer boots. Um, I I mean, I couldn't go anywhere without without the high top. High tops are still my thing to this day. (laughs) But the boxer boots were like my jam. I needed my wrestling boots, actually. Yeah,
1: I feel like it was something that like everyone will always remember. Like it fashion wise, music wise, like as a woman like it was just so iconic I remember when it came out I like still listen to it to this day I remember making up also like oh my god and then when one two step came out and I was like making up the like most awkward dances like with my friends thinking we're like hot shit like it wasn't <laughs> hot just to clarify Sierra. it was not as hot as you I know it was but, cute <laughs> no it, okay but um I I just think about you at that young age though and I'm curious like if you can take me back a little bit to like what was life like? You're coming out with music,
0: you're rising to fame and you're only 18 years old. Like yeah. what was your life like at that time? So I was always super, super focused, super driven, you know, very, very um, headstrong. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was like, put my vision together for the project, I'm like, i want to do like this and I'm gonna do like that and I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be this. Like, and I was very clear mm-hmm. on my vision. Like mm-hmm. no one could tell me anything different. Um, and I was very opinionated yeah. at a young age. I relate in some ways to that of just being like so
1: yeah like headstrong and like I know what I'm doing like I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make this happen sometimes I've experienced though you almost struggle to pause and be happy for yourself in a moment of like oh shit like I did this yeah do you have a moment in your career at that young age where you were able to stop and be like oh damn like I made it like that one I made it moment do you remember that mm, I think
0: maybe a small blip of that was winning a Grammy. Oh, just a that little. was no, oh. <laughs> that was a very special moment for me because I'd always dreamt of something as like that's like the Super Bowl for music mm-hmm. right It's like it doesn't get any higher than that award, mm-hmm. so for me, that was super special and significant. but to be honest with you, my world was going so fast, so as you can imagine it literally was like the first 10 songs in my career, whether it was my song or collaboration, they were all top 10, top five, top three records or number one records. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I really allowed myself until a little bit later to stop and like really realize where I was. Mm -hmm. And I think you realize it even more when you have a challenge, when you, when you face adversity. That's when you go, oh, you start to realize, like, okay, exactly where things were, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then when you're determined, you stay at it, you fight through it, you battle through your challenges, and you keep it moving, and you keep on staying on the track because that's all yeah. a part of it. But yeah. my my true made it moment, though, I will say, if I could pick a moment where I'm like, oh, like was definitely winning a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. I
1: think a lot of people are like, I hope that's my oh, I made it moment where I win a <laughs> Grammy. Here we go. Hearing you, obviously, like you're such a savvy businesswoman. And I'm just sitting here, like, thinking of you because your career started so young. Like, what was the hardest business lesson
0: that you had to learn early on? Ooh, you gotta leave your emotions at the door. Mm. Like, you know, there's a time and a place for um, sincerity and and being emotional, mm. especially as a woman. So early on I learned that, you know, I'm like in business there's no, there's no gray, it's only black and white, mm-hmm. right? So if you can, you know, find a way to manage your emotions, you know, that's, it's game changing. Because you also realize that a lot of people in our industry don't really care yeah. for your emotions. A lot of people don't really care in general. Mm-hmm. It's like, what can you do for me in this moment? Mm-hmm. What can you do for me in general? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the mentality for a lot of people, a lot of my experiences. Mm-hmm. And then when you know the good ones, you hold on to them and you value them. Yeah. But I think being a young woman, being determined, um, you know, and all that good stuff and having to, like, manage my stuff, like, mind you, my parents weren't, like, you know, navigating this world for me. I was a young girl, like, hiring and firing and do. I mean, like, everything. So the emotions I had to learn early, mm-hmm. take them, leave them at the door. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you think that, like, on a personal level, like, how did you stay grounded while you're getting, like famous and pictures and everything, like where did you find your center core? I'll
0: be honest with you. I'm a spiritual girl, yeah. right? I think, I think a lot of people know that. But mm-hmm. so for me, my foundation was that I had faith. I, for me, I know who God and Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Like that's important for me, right? Everybody has their thing. But I think that kind of helps to keep me like level set. The people around me, like to this day, I still call my boy Jasper, who I met when I was like 14 years old, recording my first song. Like he was there in the booth with me. So mind you, that's 20 plus years of relationship. My best friend and makeup artist who's been in my career since I was 16, my first professional shoot as a solo artist actually my first professional shoot in general, she did that. So we're 20 plus years of friendship and she's my matron of honor. Um, My team, I stay pretty consistent. I try to keep it like, I'm a creature of habit. Mm -hmm. I think consistency is key. But I do believe having people, having that consistent group of people and circle of people that I can trust and know they got my back, I think that was a big part that um, really helped me to stay like Mm -hmm. level-headed and to be able to reset or have a place to go to. Because I always say, I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how capable you are. You have to have somebody you can talk to. Like, that is so important because the one thing that is very detrimental to, can be detrimental to a person, is when you bottle stuff in Mm -hmm. and you don't have a place to go. Yep. So for me, I think having a place to go has always been a great thing for me or someone I can trust and talk to, even if it's just one person. Everybody doesn't have to know your stuff, like, you know, but just one person. If you have one, you have enough for me personally. And then, of course, I pray and all that good stuff. I appreciate you sharing that because, again, obviously,
1: uh, most people that are going to listen, like they can't relate to maybe some parts of your life. But that's Mm -hmm. some of the most relatable shit is like making sure that, you have good people around you yeah. and actually people that you trust. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people, but I think if you don't have good people, you can lose your way because you if you're then you're potentially hanging out with people that could sway you or you don't trust Absolutely. and then you have trust issues. It's like making sure you know people are there for the right reasons, which sometimes you can't you
0: have to just trust
1: 100 percent. and sometimes you get
0: screwed over 100 percent. you got to have people that you know are going to be honest with you mm-hmm. that will you know hold you accountable but it's also how they hold how do they hold themselves like mm-hmm. how do they live their lives too right you can't mm-hmm. have the wrong piece of people feeding you like you said like mm-hmm. that's when it is dangerous right and one thing i have learned is that when you're vulnerable that is the most crucial spot that you to listen to the right person because oh, yeah. you can listen to the wrong person when you're vulnerable and they can mm-hmm. send you completely left right so like that's the thing about life it's like amazing how one decision can change your life for better or for worse Mm -hmm. one decision right so who's feeding you when you're vulnerable like that's so important you even see some celebrities and you can tell like the people that maybe don't have people
1: with the right intentions in their camp because it's like of course like you guys at some point can be just reduced to like an object of like go here go here go here we're all making money off of you and at some point you have to decide like you're the one that keeps it all moving. So yeah. you have to advocate for yourself in some capacity, like to. keep those people that actually have the right intentions that's and it. the right, like they want the best for you. That's and it. It, that's
0: hard though. That's it is, hard. it's hard. But you know, my thing is, it's like there's a line in the Bible that talks about what good is it for a man to gain the world and lose his soul? <sighs> one of the, my one of my greatest fears is to have a certain amount of success that's like the highest level but to not know who i am mm-hmm. and i'm very very fo- i'm very intentional about that like making sure i'm checking myself too yeah. like i got to check myself sometimes too mm-hmm. and it's like i want to be incredibly successful but i don't want it that much i'm like lost in the end right imagine it
1: all comes down you get we pray we all get to 80 90 yeah. and
0: you're like yeah I did it for all
1: what i got no one around me t- yep. i got nothing that I, I don't even know who the hell i am yep. I'm glad i got the grammys and the awards and the albums but like and who am i empty yeah empty.
0: That i'm yeah. so terrified of that mm-hmm. and i see it happen so often in my industry like a lot of the greats that i respected and admired a lot of their stories like it's not that beautiful story that you saw and why you fell in love with what they do and i'm just like man like that's not truly living to me. Like it can't, my life, my, the success of my life can also be based off of the materialistic stuff and the awards and all those great things. Like that's, that just can't be enough to fill my cup because honestly, sometimes those things don't happen for you when you want them to happen anyways. Like there's still things that I wish I you know, could do. I'm hoping to do yeah. and it may not happen. So I've got to make sure I have a level set and understanding of like what is my definition of success? Right. When you're so young, you look so far ahead like and you should, you yeah. should look far ahead and you should dream big, but you're like sometimes so honed in on like you know all these things that you have so much time to get to mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you got to have perspective, right? So you got to like stay rooted within yourself and know who you are along the way because you
1: can lose yourself. It's so true and I appreciate you saying that because it's like I feel like we right now our culture is very like go 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 you want more we want the coolest fashion we want money we want success we want the big cars and the houses and the cool things and if you don't have it then you're a loser and you're not as cool it's like there's just so much comparison right now and especially for women it's just like the aging aspect and like we're not good enough if we don't get the, there's just so much what is something that you learned in your 20s that you still carry with you to this day that you
0: can share with us patience mm-hmm. I, I really that's one of my favorite words well actually perspective is one of my favorite mm-hmm. words but also patience i would say patience um is everything mm-hmm. you know sometimes like i say you want things to happen at a certain marker for you and they may not happen until you're 50 or 60 years old. you just don't know Right. So to me, you got to have patience in the process, like trust the timing that's meant for you. Things are going to happen for you when they're supposed to. Even for me, I have to remind myself when stuff is ugly, I'm like, this is a part of life. Yeah. Right. This is you're supposed to have a little bit of the ugly. Like I say, sometimes you have to go through the ugly to get to the pretty.
1: Yeah. Right. Even also you saying earlier, you were like, i didn't even stop in moments because like when everything's going well you just just keep moving and the hardest moments are the moments that you actually are hip checked within yourself to be like whoa first of all so grateful for the good times yeah because this shit's rough right now (laughs) and you then gain that perspective yeah i also think what you're saying about patience is really important too especially with people in this young generation i feel it of like the patience of like The comparison is, oh, my God, that person got that job and I didn't get the job or I didn't get the thing I wanted. And it's like we're comparing ourselves to the person around us or our friends around us. Everything moves at a different pace. Yeah, it does. And the reason you didn't get that job is for a reason because you're going to get another thing. I'm trying to tell you.
0: It's hard. Yeah. And sometimes, too, things look pretty on the outside, but mm-hmm. you don't know what somebody's going through. When you're like looking at what they have going and you want what they have, girl, you don't know what they're going through. <laughs> no clue. Right? So it's like, you gotta trust your own timing. Like, mm. you know, it's, it's it's so much better that way. Like, do you know what's crazy for me? Mm. Is I remember like in the days of me, you know, being signed to tra- traditional labels mm-hmm. and I look. I would look up and I would watch other artists. Like I'm like I've been around the block for like a long time, but she just come in and she like looking like she rolling two times faster than what I just like. And I'm busting my butt. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I know I work harder than she works. Like I know she ain't showing up how I show. And it looks like the world is just going so taken off of them. It's like you know what? Like that's for them. Mm-hmm. Like and and celebrate it too. Actually, I think there's something really good about celebrating the success of others because when it's your time, it's going to happen for you. Things take time. Yeah right
1: it's so true and it's also like like you said like if someone pops off so fast and it's so different like we don't know what they're going through maybe they're also really struggling like who the hell has popped off so fast and been like mental health is at (laughs) a hundred
0: it's not a thing (laughs) it gets crazy and sometimes too i think when you go so fast in the beginning you don't have much to look forward to Mm -hmm. or you don't appreciate it Mm -hmm. like I appreciate every step of the way for myself because of what I've gone through. Gosh. And I know for a fact, I wouldn't appreciate it if I had everything given to me, the world given to me when I wanted it, you know, when I wanted it, basically. Yep. And I, it's like me telling my kids, like, you can't have everything at, you know. Can you imagine how crazy the world would be if we had everything we wanted when we wanted it? Like, that would be nuts. Nuts. Like, We'd all be miserable. Crazy like crazy like we run around like crazy, crazy town, people all of it. i'm telling you everybody be lost like <laughs> you know like losing it too so true so there's something to like you know the struggle there's something to adversity there's something to getting knocked down and getting back up there's something to like all of that mm-hmm. good stuff right yeah. and just like trust the process like if it's meant for you it's gonna happen for you when it's supposed to how it's supposed to and it's gonna be so great it is
1: kind of about the process of like letting things play out then you appreciate it more you have more understanding of who you are as a human being when you go through more shit like you do you come out on top because you have learned experiences rather than just getting it all you're like oh this was easy yes speaking of relationships (laughs) (laughs) um i want to talk to you about love and relationships obviously you're married to russell Wilson the Denver Broncos quarterback we love that for you it's so cute to see like it seems like you guys have such a healthy and loving relationship um, I see online people commenting like Sierra like where do I find my Russell like where do I find like my couple goals and obviously in order to get to a healthy relationship you got to go through things before you get to that point point. and I want to talk to you a little bit about growing and learning and how you got to where you are now. Around the time that you met Russell, you were going through a really public and what looked like painful breakup. Mm -hmm. And I think about like leaving a relationship is so hard to make that decision, especially I'm assuming as you when you have a child. How did you know for yourself
0: it was time to leave? Oh my goodness. When you know you're supposed to make a, make a super defined decision in your life, you know it from like, the head to your feet from your feet to your head and your soul and your body you know it Mm -hmm. and it's almost like your taste buds change right you have a taste bud for a certain kind of thing and then the taste buds just go you got to sometimes also look in the mirror and reflect on yourself too right like okay what are things that i could be doing differently in my life or Mm -hmm. you know what's a part of what I'm I'm looking for a change but what does that mean Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of define everything about making changes in your life that Mm -hmm. are very critical Mm -hmm. and you know I've talked about before obviously when you have a child it's very important to me like now it's no time to play around like the whole like experimentation (laughs) kind of phase is out the door it's like I am now responsible for another life Right. So what am I doing? Like, how am I thinking that through? So, you know, and then when you tire, tired, you're tired, you're tired, <laughs> you know, and so we get tired and we don't want to be tired all the time. Like, you know, I'm like, I want to I want joy. I want to make mm. sure my cup is full. Like, how am I living my life? Like, I always say, don't let nobody waste your time. Mm. Like, that's one thing like we talk about, like, you know, you know, life and the trajectory of life and what, you know, it's like. I don't care if it's relationship or friendship, business, whatever it is. Like, don't let it waste your time. Mm. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, those are those are things that come to my mind how I process when I'm making a pivotal when there's a pivotal moment in my life and in and in any aspect of my life. When you hear people talk about it, it does seem
1: like oh, that's so simple. But when you're in it, it is like it's really hard to collect yourself when you're trying to leave something and you're like you're so used to something yeah even if it's toxic like I have women write into me Sierra that are like it the fear of being alone sometimes is worse than the fear of staying in something
0: toxic yeah. and I wonder like what <laughs> advice you have because well, it's the like, thing is is that what you do learn is toxicity will it can kill you mm-hmm. like toxicity putting toxic things into your body is not good it's not like <laughs> so i think it's like we have to be real with ourselves right it's like what do you want out of life for yourself Mm -hmm. you have to be a little selfish in your thought process and whatever's around you needs to align with that right like you know that's important like but that whole like the toxic like is like there's nothing fun about you know being confused all the time or someone taking you on like the ring around like that's not that's not fun it's not fun
1: and i feel like from my personal experience like i've been in some toxic relationships where it almost you can normalize it like when you're in it for long enough And I like that you spoke about it like there is a moment and and I pray for a lot of women listening like you catch that moment before it gets really detrimental to your own health. But like there's that moment, you know, but for a while you can like have full blinders on and just not see it because it becomes so normalized. I'm wondering like when you were younger, like what is something that you now recognize is a red flag but at the time you would either like
0: ignore or maybe like turn away from well yes like how is a person talking to you Mm -hmm. how do they treat others how do they you know you do ignore a lot of stuff like when you just want to see what you want to see but again when you start thinking holistically it's like You know, no one's going to be perfect, Mm -hmm. but you do want the one that's perfect for you. Like, and how many boxes can they check off for you that fits, Mm -hmm. like, what your desire is? Mm -hmm. And it should be both ways, right? Me and Russ, we always talk about being equally yoked. Mm -hmm. Like, for us from day one, like, honestly, I think it was a, you know, healthy place. And I thank God because we always saw, we kind of saw a lot of things the same way. So I think that's more than half the battle when you're kind of aligned. Yes, it's it's definitely like how someone talks to you. What's their track record? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> what's their track record? And sometimes, too, like, listen, you know, you don't, you, again, you see things how you see them. Like, sometimes you do overlook things because of your perspective. Of, and, again, it's like you're trying to see things, like, the glass has full. Mm. Like, you're trying to see it from a positive lens. But, again, like, what's a person doing? I think more than anything, it's like they can tell you everything. A person can be like, oh, I've changed and I'm doing that. And I've heard those stories before. Of course. I've heard that song before, yeah. um, but what are they doing? Mm. Right. And I think sometimes you tend to put the words before the actions, mm. right? You listen, you listen more versus like just watching, like, mm. how are they showing up or not showing up? Like, so and then sometimes you don't realize, like they're telling you, it's like, they're telling you the same thing in a different way. It's like, well, wait a minute. What you told me last time you told me the same thing again and you're doing the same thing again okay. so like <laughs> what the fuck? You, like, you know what i'm saying like yeah and yeah and i
1: love what you said about you and Russell. Is like we're very similar in the way that we think and yeah. what we like and what we believe in and like of course everyone's different but when you find yourself trying to make something work yeah. so hard yeah. and you're the one that's constantly effort forgiving yeah, or coming back full
0: stop yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Red, flag. red flag red flag yeah for sure it's like it takes two yeah you know and like how are you showing up like mm-hmm. you ain't showing up mm-hmm. so I ain't showing up either <laughs> I'm actually going I'm out I'm like literally- yeah I showed up and no, I'm cool like you ain't gonna exhaust me Bye. to the because honestly you can lose yourself in those moments like and like I said it's one of my greatest fears and I've been there before I'm looking to someone I'm like you ain't gonna waste my life I'm sorry like that's not an option like it's so scary it's, though right it is scary it is scary but you know you gotta like put your foot down for mm-hmm. what you want and what you deserve
1: all the girlies are taking notes right now they're like <laughs> fuck
0: yes Yara!" Yes. like yeah but um, don't be
1: afraid no yeah you're right don't be afraid of like the best part is leaving the best yeah. part is getting out the best part is finding yourself without that person and obviously you now are in such a healthy relationship it looks and I'm so happy for you just like even when you talk about him I can just tell like Mm -hmm. yeah like you're happy and so I also wonder like when you go into a healthy relationship I think sometimes it's so annoying but like sometimes we can't help but bring our baggage and our habits from our past relationships that we've had in our life like was there anything that you had to unlearn essentially
0: when you got into your relationship with Russell leave it at the door Leave it at the door. That I think that's so important for yourself and your own sanity. But it's also not fair to your partner to bring old baggage that is yeah. from the past. Because then I think you don't give yourself an opportunity to fully be in that love and be engulfed in that love and to create something fresh for yourself. Yeah. Before Russ came into my life, like, I didn't think he was going to come into my life that fast, to be honest with you. Um, but before he came into my life, the, the place that I was at mentally when I decided, like, you know, I, I'm I, I'm desiring something different. And I'm, I was clear on like, I was very intentional in that, that phase of my life. And obviously you have my baby um, in my life, my my firstborn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took that moment for myself. Cause I think sometimes too, like if we go back to back, mm-hmm. you know, in relationships, you also aren't having a chance to like make peace with yourself and to really like tap into you in a way that you maybe don't know you need to, but you need mm-hmm. to sometimes pause, like take a break, mm-hmm. and just like, love on yourself, reset, get clarity, you know, the past is the past, where are you trying, to, where do you wanna, and really truly look ahead, like, and be mm-hmm. clear and intentional with that. So I think, I will say, the the moment before Ross came into my life, I said, I thought I was gonna be single for like four years at least, I was like, I'm not doing this <laughs> no. I'm tired, like I'm tired, like I'm like, it's, eh, what's going on? And I'm also, I'm it's, it's self-reflecting, it's everything going on, right? Mm-hmm. So I had like to go through that phase and that process and that journey, um, you know, and so in that moment when you're resetting, the things that are of the past, or the, they're starting to become of the past to you, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you're already clearing up your mind just in general for yourself, like not even for someone to come into my life, but just me doing this self-cleanse thing I need to do with myself, like, mm-hmm get really find myself like who am I like what's this woman want to feel like when she walks throughout the world like what does she talk like what does she think like like I mean it's all these things that are about myself I'm like Mm -hmm. this is what I need for me right and then of course like who's going to be in her life like I'm thinking about these things and I'm like I mean, my mind is as vivid as it can be. And like, he's going to be a man of God. Like he's going to love kids. Cause I have a child now. I'm like, he's going to love to like travel the world. Like, I mean, all these things, like yeah. I'm envisioning it so much that I can taste. So you talk about those taste buds, mm-hmm. that taste bud starts to have a palate that's all. It's like fit for all that stuff. So I'm thinking that way, you know, already. Yeah. So when I see it, I know it. Mm. And when I saw my honey, my, my husband, like, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Never. Not I haven't talked to anyone like that. Like I haven't felt anything like that. But I felt everything that I, like I'm almost gonna cry. My hormones. Oh. But maybe it's not my hormones, but <laughs> but I could like see, like it was exactly what I was saying right in front of me. Like it's crazy. Oh my god. Like crazy. How when when did you meet him? Like what was the situation?
1: How did you meet? This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy Gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with Matt really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology I have personally struggled with acne my whole life and I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them, so I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online, take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula Based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C U R O L O G Y.com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, daddy gang? It'll say eBay authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. So, look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So, ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C-G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all-new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty Free International. Under the Leaping Bunny program, new Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, Drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. When did you meet
0: him? Like, what was the situation? How did you meet? We met. Um, when did we meet? What year was this? Twenty? Oh gosh, twenty fifteen. Okay. We met in twenty fifteen. Okay. Um, Where were you? We were actually in California, okay. and the crazy thing is, we started talking early at first. Mm-hmm. Um, we were chatting a little bit, and then we had our first in person meeting okay. before we. So before we met in person, we were chatting a little bit, and when he met in person it was the craziest thing because I. Was trying to make sure I'm doing this right. Because mm-hmm. mind you, I hadn't met a guy at this point. I hadn't talked to a guy or anything at this point. So I'm like, this is like, you know, it's a guy in general. And then and he always, he was like, well. Because I'm like, well, when we were meeting, I'm like, I also was looking at it from a friendship perspective. <gasps> you know. Sierra. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, the build up before you get there. And he was like, what friendship? He's like, I want to look for no friend, You know. So we joke about that. I but love it because i want to be like really like best buds. and like, <laughs> like <out> here. <laughs> yeah what you what? talking about i mean but well, he was cute though you know but, you know but you know we're we gonna start we're gonna go on phases kind of thing right. but when we met in person um the first time in person we talked um was actually at my place oh and you know the, it was kind of the not kind of, but it it was the best thing for the both of us. We felt because even though we were, you know, meeting as friends <laughs> and all that stuff, <laughs> even redoing that, it's not a you day. know, <laughs> he my son was there and my dad was there so see the friendship perspective oh yeah you really were like meet my he's probably like oh my god i'm meeting the dad and you're like no no, "No, no. you're just a
1: homie no 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 no
0: no no no. we actually talked about it and you know what did he say to me he was like well i'm gonna have to meet him anyways like (laughs) was very like i love it confident very so i'm like you know so we meet and again that's not that's not like a traditional way i'm not telling someone to do that yeah but because it's he and i mm-hmm. you know your public figures in our world unfortunately oftentimes i think if you jump you put the cart before the horse before mm-hmm. you are officially together the world puts this pressure on you and this it's just become something else that it it, it kind of like gets in the way of what you know the true like the true um thing is that's there could be Mm -hmm. so we just were being private basically we were going to go out to dinner and then we kind of like we just let's keep it in what did you guys do so we just talked and we were supposed to have dinner (laughs) food was like belly was like content even though it was hungry it was content like you know because we were like talking and talking and talking and it was crazy everything that we talked about like we were aligned on like and i'm not going to lie to you it was one point in time we were talking and he was talking to me and i wasn't hearing nothing he was saying because i was like he's so beautiful like i'm looking at him i'm like he's like gorgeous like because i didn't like look i didn't look him up. i did not want to know anything about like him before we met right so i'm you're just excited. like wow yeah no i was right. i was literally just sitting there like he's talking i'm like, mm-hmm. like oh wait but just runs, yeah, just friends yeah, yeah. just runs. no Shit. but the words were going like this <laughs> whew, over my head and so yes you he's know he's like do you agree you're like uh-huh oh, uh, what'd yeah, you say so, yeah i right. love that for sure i mean i'm hearing what he's saying i'm in the conversation but <laughs> well, i can't remember all that we were saying you know so he's looking great it oh was nice. so we just sat and talked Dude. and i knew and i said this the other day when i when i was talking to him i was like this is something different mm-hmm. i knew like that i'd never felt what i felt in that moment I knew mm-hmm. this was a different man that I was talking to than, you know, I just knew, like, I just, kn- it, it was yeah. different, like, so much to the point that I called Yoli, my best friend. I called her after and I said, Yoli, I was like, I don't want to jinx anything. I was like, but I think he's, and she goes, the one. And I go, yes. Like, I, and I never said that in my life. Deal. Never said that in my life. So, it was meant to be. Without a doubt. But without a doubt what <laughs> was it about him that really impressed you that day it was you know what his conversation how he mm. talked about life mm. it's also a feeling too you know it's kind of hard to put in words but i know i know what i'm talking to like i said those taste buds are activated like i'm talking to like every sensor, everything mm. that i had on the palate was like stim- it was stimulated it was like yeah. clear like um you know and so I just knew, like, even how he talked to my dad, you know? And my son was, like, moving around, and at some point in time, like, he's holding him, like, there was actually this funny thing, (laughs) y'all think we ever told about this, but where there's this chair that's, like, in my living, in my um, kitchen, and the chair is, like, about to fall over, and future is literally, my son is sitting, he's right there, and literally, Russ like slides in the socks, catches the chair. It honestly, no, it's this may sound dramatic, but no lie, he slides over, catches the chair, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 okay, Superman, we got a Superman in the bed. I was like, no, but I'm you dying. know. <laughs> You're literally sitting there like, no, it was just everything. No, it was everything good. about everything. There wasn't one thing that wasn't yeah. something like yeah
1: do you know what i mean like i know everything. what you're saying too and i think it's important because obviously like you said which i love that you're explaining after a breakup of what you know you don't want anymore and you have that moment within yourself you quickly align of like whoa i got to get my shit together like i didn't like how i felt i didn't like this this yep. this this or i liked this and i want to bring this into my next relationship whatever yep. it is. But then when you meet that person, especially when you've had maybe the not, like, the healthiest of relationships before, yeah. it's a feeling of, like, you still have those, like, giddy butterflies. Like we said, like, you're drooling yeah. in the corner. Yeah. But it's, yeah. but it's you, there's a sense of, like, calmness. And I remember yeah. I, I felt it with my fiancé because I it was, like he is kept it keeps me on my toes and it's so exciting but it's like safe and calm and I'm not insecure and I'm not like yeah. there's still that feeling of like oh you want to impress them and have fun but yeah. it's a yeah. different level of connection where you feel like you've known them for a long time yeah you, you know what I mean it is like there's something there that you're like whoa like your soul's almost this is like corny but like it's like almost
0: like you knew you were supposed to meet no one one hundred percent no 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 one hundred percent, like, because that's what I, and also too, like, and I, I think I've said this, but just in case, it's like literally the conversation we're having is so aligned. Like you're going back and forth, and then you're like, you're going like, yes, like right. everything you're saying is like a right. fiery kind of feeling to it because you're like almost talking to yourself a little bit, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something you made me think about. Um, hold on, wait, let me see. Oh, with the giddy thing, right? Mm-hmm. What's so amazing, and I feel so blessed. Um, because now we are in year seven of marriage, Ooh. eight years of being together, full baby on my way. Love it. Um, no. Is <laughs> that I still get the giddy feeling. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important. We always talk about that, mm-hmm. right? Is that you still want to, like you, Russ always says, you know, I I believe his dad would say to him, like you got to always compete. Or it's kind of one of his things that he cre- came up with, but you got to always compete. Mm-hmm. So it is that thing where it's like, even though you do build a comfort over time, you yeah. still want to like, you know, you still want to make sure you keep it like cute. You want to keep it sexy. Mm-hmm. You want to keep it mm-hmm. spicy. You want to keep it fun. Like we still do. We do date nights every Friday. Oh, because wow. in football that's the off day. Uh huh. So we do date nights every Friday, and we stay committed to that. And we like look for it's something I look forward to, oh. and the fires they burn like you know, mm-hmm. and you still feel like dating all over the other night we played at uno at dinner and i was like <gasps> and i said babe can we take the uno cars and he was like take," Yo. like, <laughs> you know but and he played uno but there was the little things right. like, and i was like i had so much i literally told him the next morning I'm like, i had so much fun like that's so, so i think it's like you know it's it's all that you know it's like you know do you do you have someone in your life that's also down to try new things with you like mm-hmm. Do they accept you at your lowest of your low points, right? Mm-hmm. Like, every day is not perfect. Yeah. Like, I've had moments where I look up, you know, and I'm going through a challenging time, and he's the one person, the only person I can look to in that moment. And he has always has the right words to say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all those things are important, too. Like, how does a person speak to you when you're at your low, right, in your relationship? Because that's key. Like, it's really you, too. Like, So true. When it's all said and done, like, it's you, too, and you have your kids, of course, too. But, like... It's the two of you. Even hearing you too, like when he came over, it wasn't just you.
1: Like you had a son, like you have a son. You're like, you're bringing someone into your life that now is not just going to be a relationship with yourself. You need to also have a relationship with my
0: son. Like how did he take on being a stepfather? Oh, he jumped right in, changing the diapers right away. Um, No hesitation. He's an amazing father. Like watching him with all of our kids is like... It is one of the sweetest things. It's one of the sexiest things, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm just saying, ladies. When a man jumps in and changes the diapers, and he be pulling up to the teacher parent conferences, and he be, you know, (laughs) it's like, ooh, he surprised CC at the dentist the other day, and she was like, daddy, and I was like, daddy. I would say the same thing too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, daddy at the dentist. Yeah, I'm like. Okay, okay. You know. <laughs> but it is, that's what you want. It's like you, so that feels good. You know, it's so like, good. It, it feels, it feels good when, you know, it, it, there's something about a man turning on that part of them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're manning for you. They're, they're being a man for you, but they're also being a man for your family. Yeah. Like there's no better feeling than knowing that when we all look up and we, if we look at him, like he's got us. Like I know he's going to wrap his arms around me and my babies mm-hmm. fully. Like there's no depth that he won't go to go you know, go to for us or oh. to make sure things are like right for us. Like that yeah. that I s it's kinda hard to put that in words, but yeah. that feels good. We gotta know, Sierra. What?
1: What is your favorite part about being
0: married to a professional athlete? Oh gosh. Um <laughs> you know it's crazy? I love football before he came into my life. Like I'm a tomboy so I watched the game with my my dad growing mm-hmm. up. Um but, you know, I mean, I, I I think I say that because I think that you really enjoy, I really enjoy the journey with him. Mm. I enjoy the highs and the lows with him. I enjoy his competitive nature. Like, I really respect it. Like, one thing about Russ is, like, when it comes to football, he is so dedicated to football. It's like football and family, football, family. Like, I mean, he's really dedicated to his game. And I really admire that. So, obviously, doing what I do, I feel like I get so much of a motivational dose like every day on his journey and what I do. Like I get really inspired. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, you would think that I'm in the huddle with him when he's in the huddle. <laughs> you would think that, cause like I'm in this thing. Like, um, but we have so much fun, like sports, you know, sports are such a, it's such a powerful force. Music is a, is a powerful force. So it's such a blessing to have sports and music in our household. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy like the the, this, the 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 joy that we get even, you know, like I say, the highs and the lows getting ready for each Sunday or if it's a Monday night or a Thursday night, you know, the drum up in our in our household with the kids, like also being excited and being able. It's just a whole like it's it's a blessing.
1: I was about to say, like, tell us what's
0: the vibe of the house on game day? Like, what are oh, we doing? OK, game day. Okay, so Russ is a creature of habit. Okay. okay, so he's he's like very consistent. So it's very routine. Um, you know, he does his body work, his treatment work, and all that good stuff. Um, and he's in his piece then. And typically, when he does it, I'm with him. Okay. So, mommy's like, okay, kids, like I'll be right back. Like, but I gotta be there, like yep. in that zen moment. Um, and then he goes through his motion to prepare for the game, and then. The kids are definitely upstairs running around, like <laughs> chaos, turned up, excited, you know. It's not that serious for them at this yeah. age. Um, although I will say Future is getting more serious. He's also into sports too. Okay. So he can feel a little bit of the journey too. Mm-hmm. Sienna's like, go daddy! You yeah, know? Get yeah, and Wynn's like, go, go daddy! I mean, it's just different levels, right? Yes. But, um, we have that flow and then um he gets ready we do we he gets ready to roll out the door we do prayer every every time before a game as a family he goes off to do his thing and then it's me and the babies we're getting ourselves together we ride to the car we jam out i'm dj mama the kids (laughs) are djs too they all want to pick their own songs it's all the good energy rolling up to the stadium Mm -hmm. and um and then we roll into the suite and then you know when you sit down i'm not gonna lie to you guys especially being pregnant the emotional roller coaster is like, oh lord I be talking to myself like, I'm, I mean it's just a journey. I'm like, geez, heart stop pumping so fast sometimes. Like it's crazy. I love it though. Like, it's crazy because you feel like I said I'm, I'm in the huddle too. I'm out there like, you know, <laughs> let's go boys way, You know, I'm 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 wanting you know always the best outcome. Mm-hmm. So um, it's so good, but it's fun. And after the game, we eat dinner together. You know. Um, Or whatnot and it's but it's pretty chill it's it's exciting but it's pretty chill right because it's super you know russ is really serious about what he does and i think it's important that we respect that journey that Mm -hmm. process for him yeah you know on a daily basis so we try to make sure we kind of you know we we, it's a combination of all that stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i love it but it's
1: fun i'm thinking of you saying you're also in the car with your babies i'm like do you play them your music do they
0: know mom's okay, music? Okay, when it's new. Okay. I don't like playing my music back to me. I just oh, feel like I get it. that's kind of weird sometimes. Do you think? But I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, tell me. When I have a song that I really love, <laughs> I might listen to myself a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Um, you know, and my kids, they may pick my songs. Like when I put up Level Up, they love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly, I'm not saying because it's my record, but I really love my song How We Roll. That's my jam, and I ain't gonna lie, I put it on the other day and played it back about seven times. I'm like, this song <laughs> just feels so good. Like, it's me to, you but know. Also,
1: same with like Loki and BRB. I was like, okay, hey, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a vibe and i i wonder if russell plays it in the car for the kids while you're not
0: there he's like guys he, this is mommy he will you know he's really big on like guys you gotta listen to mommy's music he will make sure they know my music mm-hmm. or, or hear it and mm-hmm. listen to it but he'll definitely make sure the kids like you know support mommy mm-hmm. which is sweet like they i think one day it was like the kids were having to pick between one song and the other i don't even know what the songs were but one of them was mine and one wasn't and he was like you better pick your mom's song <laughs> you know, so. Like, let's keep it do, real. We know who we support in this family? Let's make Mom. sure we, uh, you know. Um, I love it. Yes. Yeah, so. It's
1: really cute to eat. Because I'm sitting here and I'm like, you've won a Grammy. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, you guys are the ultimate power couple. And I think a lot of people look at you guys and envy you, obviously. And it's like, whoa, their life is so amazing. Like, when you do go through the hard moments, like, mm-hmm. how do you guys level set each other? Like, what is the process of keeping each other grounded and keeping each other, like,
0: being able to be honest and communicate i think has been game changing for yeah. us um and even when it's ugly sometimes it's gotta get a little ugly. like i say get a little yeah. ugly before we get to the pretty mm-hmm. um but i just think some like there's nothing better for me than knowing like i was able to say what i felt fully mm-hmm. and he heard me
1: yeah and don't you like it too and vice versa. it's different in that type of relationship where you know like you're, you're both trying to come back together and like you both That's have it. the same goal. Like yeah. no one's winning. No, we actually just have to hear That's each it. other understand it where in other relationships I've had, it's like, oh, this is just an ego thing. Like I'm never
0: gonna win because you aren't even listening to what I'm saying. When you say the word toxic, it kind of rings a certain way for me because like I said you earlier, I'm like toxic things can do damage to you. It can yeah. be harmful to you. Yeah. So the glorifying of things that are harmful to you will never be cool to me. Mm-hmm never be cool like never be fly never be the way of you know um it's just that's just not it to me Mm -hmm. personally so you
1: have this great relationship now knowing the relationships you've had in the past of like sometimes you got to go through the bad to get to the good like we said so it is exciting for i think for women listening of like oh like even if you're in the trenches right now listening to this and you're yeah. not in a healthy relationship or you're not feeling good about yourself or it's an abusive situation whatever you're in like yeah. you can get out yes you and can. you can find happiness and you can find what you deserve but again patience like give yeah. yourself some grace it grace. can't happen overnight 100 but it is nice to hear from you of like it can happen it can Here happen
0: baby let's
1: talk about your music though because like i said we were all jamming to it in the office say we were just like laughing we were blasting it we're like how creepy if she like rolls up and we're just like screaming your music <laughs> but now i'm like i think you would have <laughs> liked it it would have been kind of fun i might um, jump in and dance with like, you hey <laughs> <laughs> your epcc i need to understand yeah Who is Cece, who is Sierra? Talk to you about the
0: two. So Cece and Sierra are connected. It's not an alter ego. But there is an energy that comes out when you say Cece. Like, I turn my lip up a little bit. She get a little stank with it. (laughs) I'm from Atlanta, so you know, there's a lot of soul in what we do there. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when I came up it was obviously my nickname, but people would be like, you know, when they say, go CC, go CC, go, go CC, go CC. Like there's an energy that comes with that. There's a feeling that comes with that. And it's, you know, it's, I would say, um, I just, I really, on this project, I wanted to make sure I had those core elements of what that is, because mm-hmm. that's something special for me from a music standpoint. Yeah. Like when you say, go CC, when you say, go CC, go CC, go, like there's something about that that's mm-hmm. just like a little, it's a little saucy, you know and so um you know that that's kind of it it's not an alter ego though yeah
1: it's just like yeah. a little bit more of like
0: a little a more vibe sass. yeah like a little sassy vibe she got a little more sass to her see sierra you know if you talk to me and i'm in my like sierra mode um and it depends on the situation i try to like you know like michelle say, when they go low you go high Yep, you know that kind of thing Cece might, she might snap back a little bit. She might bite back a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. You I love know. it. I love Just it. a little mo, you know.
1: What do you yeah. want people to like feel when they're listening to this music? Like, is there a specific place you envision people listening to it? What's the vibe? I feel
0: like this music on this project is kind of like that. Perfect house party energy, mm-hmm. um, where you can like kick back if you want to. It's feel good. It's a little. It's a it's a sexy record, but it's also if you want to like chill back. People if you want to roll up, roll up on the skates or roll up literally if you want to, <laughs> you know, put to- toast up to it if you want to. Mm-hmm. My song two in love. It's mm-hmm. a slower record. That's a moment where I'm trying to remember. It's like one night Russ and I like had a little bit of a disagreement. And I'm like, gosh, like, the truth is, I'm just too in love, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: no, you when know. I was listening but to it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is, like, really, like, all about how in love with you are. And I love it. It's so
0: sweet. It's so, so sweet. sweet. Well, you know, it's that feeling on that record. Where it's like, you're upset. Like, you know, I watched this TikTok or something someone was doing and... They were, like, mad at each other. It's like, this is how couples do when you're mad, like, but you still love each other. And, like, you slam the cart. You let them in the car, but you slam their heart. Yeah. Or you, like, got to give them food, but you open the fridge with attitude, and you close the fridge with attitude. Like, that kind of energy. Yes. So, like, on two in love, I'm like, ugh, like, you. he always put his arms around me a certain way. And, like, if he doesn't do it, I'm like, like, when we're sleeping, I'm like, I feel that. Like, but I, I mean, I want to be mad, too, but I want you to put your arm on me, like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's like all those yes. kind of feelings. So before I put this project out, it's exactly like what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And there's no better feeling than that. Yeah.
1: You now being able to do things on your own and figure out what you want to continue to sound like as mm-hmm. your career continues to grow and expand. Yeah. Um, it's just truly it was such an honor sitting with you today Yay. because like you are such an accomplished woman and and sitting with you and getting any of the wisdom we can get from you today, Sierra. I know I'm like, I'm taking it in note. I'm like, everyone's writing notes. It's like, you're just such an inspiration. And it's really surreal for me to sit down with you today because i'm such a fan and Aww. thank you thank you thank you and congrats on your baby thank you so happy you're expanding
0: the family <laughs> maybe we'll see a number you. five at one Ooh. point Ooh. <laughs> you sound like rust look don't get crazy now okay let's just go one baby at a time thank but you thank Sierra. you i had so much fun and congratulations to you you, you were like killing it like i think there was this new article on about you on forbes Mm -hmm. and um you know i mean keep on doing what you're doing you're obviously doing um you're obviously giving a platform for women you've created a platform for women that is very important Mm -hmm. and critical and your personality is incredible so keep on shining your light thank you yeah thank
1: you cheers
0: Woo. Woo we did it call daddy woo